Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Rocket Weekly Podcast, your best source for all things RL Esports. We had a bit of technical difficulties, so this is attempt number two uh, at recording this week's episode. Um, I am your host, joined, Yolag, sorry, uh, joined as always <laughs> by my beautiful co-host, Inno. Hello, again. <laughs> again, again. <laughs> again, again. Yeah, uh, again, again. <laughs> Just to be transparent, uh, we, we were having issues with Inno's mic, but it should be fixed now um, yes. and hopefully not an issue going forward. Uh, the first thing we wanted to talk about today is we wanted to sort of introduce ourselves because we didn't do that in the first episode. Uh, just to give you guys an idea of why maybe we are knowledgeable about Rocket League as a game and as an esport. Uh, so Inno, if you'd like to get us started. Uh, my name is Inno or Kayo. Life. Um, I would, you know, I have been playing the game since it was released. I got it like a week after it was released. Uh, I have about four and a half thousand hours. Um, I've been watching the scene very closely since it existed. Really, like you know, I follow roster moves very closely. Um, I am very knowledgeable of. I know a lot of the players. I know a lot of the college players, as I am a college player. Um, I played in season two of CRL, so I I know a lot of the players in the league, and I also follow that super closely. Uh, I would say, in particular, like I'm very knowledgeable in uh, regions that aren't in NA and EU. So, like OCE and SAM, I I follow like APL, which you know incorporates like Singapore, Saudi Arabia, Japan, Indonesia, India. I follow a lot of the weekly stuff that goes on, like astronauts and game time circuits, uh, stuff like Fear, 1v1s, like all all of that. Johnny Boy show matches, like literally everything. Like anything Rocket League, like I, I'm, if I, if I, if I don't watch it live, I watch a YouTube video of it. Um, I am, you know, I, I've been, you know, around Grand Champ, at least I was Grand Champ since like season three now that they have updated it i'm like gc1 gc2 um we both are very very experienced in the game in terms of playtime and mechanics and freeze rotation and game knowledge and all of that you know i i really do believe that we're both super super knowledgeable about what goes into the game even from a coaching perspective like i think i think especially the the college the college the league that I participated in was very structured from the like varsity perspective at my school. So, you know, I definitely I actually got like proper coaching from a paid coach and all of that stuff. So I, you know, I I definitely feel like there's probably not a lot of people that follow the scene overall as closely as I do. And then combined with that, I would be pretty confident in saying that there's not many people that follow the scene as closely and are also as good. You know, I would, I, don't, I mean, not even pros <laughs> follow the scene as closely as they do. Like, I actually find it entertaining when, like, the NA teams don't even know, like, what happens in, like, EU. It's like, well, it'd probably be uh, a little bit important to know. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, I am Yolag, but you can call me Jace. Uh, I started playing the game in October of 2015, so a little after it released. Um, 
I myself have about 4,000 hours on my main. It's technically less, but you know, I have alternate accounts and I would venture to guess that altogether it's about 4,000 hours. Um, I peaked at GC3 in season two. I did not hit SSL. Uh, that is the goal for this season though. Uh, Inno and I have both played competitively for a very long time, um, including teaming together on multiple different occasions. Uh, and at, at one point, um, we were in like 2017, like super early 2017. Uh, we were on a team that was probably top 16 in NA, but this was like before RLCS even existed. So, um, yeah, the scene has come quite a long way since then, uh, considering we're not even the top ranks anymore. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, we we know the ins and outs of Rocket League uh, from a mechanical perspective, as well as a knowledgeable perspective. So we are pretty good sources, I would say, in terms of Rocket League. Uh, there's not going to be a whole lot of people that watch the scene as closely as we do, and specifically as closely as Inno does. I myself primarily focus on NA and EU, and I previously did recap videos on all uh, games that, or all series rather, that RLCS hosted on the main Rocket League channel. Uh, and Inno himself focuses primarily, well, he focuses on everything, but he knows more about the other stuff that I don't know much about. So OCE, Sam, and even Japan, obviously the 1v1 scene, um, everything. Inno knows everything. It's It honestly surprises me every day how much he knows <laughs> about Rocket League. Um, so... Yeah, uh, so that's us. We um, This might go kind of fast, but the next thing we wanted to do was top 10 teams in each region because uh, a friend of ours, he goes by Greenzoid, shout out Greenzoid on Twitter. Uh, he mentioned to me that he listened to the podcast, but he hasn't watched RLE Sports in a while, so he's not as familiar with the scene as he used to be. So he wanted us to go over you know, the teams uh, in each region. So uh, we will start with EU. We might go over this kind of quick just because we already did it uh, and we probably don't want to spend too much time on it again. But uh, the number one team in Europe right now is Team BDS with 4,399 points. They have been nothing but dominant in the region. That is a team with a roster of Mark by 8, Monkey Moon, and Extra. Monkey Moon has been kind of far and away the best player in EU recently. Uh, he's like the Justin of EU, basically. Number two is a team you've heard of before, Team Vitality, with 3,031 points. Uh, that is a roster consisting of Fairy Peak, KDOP, and Alpha 54. Uh, number three is a team called Top Blokes. Uh, technically an orgless team, although apparently they are backed financially now, so they're kind of their own org. Roster consisting of Flame, Casio, and Archie. They have 2,441 points. Uh, currently in fourth, we have Giants Gaming with 2,140 points. Giants roster is Stake, Zamway, and Itachi. And number five currently is Guild Esports, a roster consisting of Nolly, Tho, and Devo. They are at 2,131 points. Uh, I would just like to quickly mention before I let Inno mention the the bottom five in Europe uh, that the top six teams in each region will qualify for the RLCSX championships. There will not be a Worlds uh, this season 
due to the panini as we like to refer to it um (laughs) (laughs) so uh the top six teams will be qualifying for a regional championship uh it will not be a world championship and as of right now uh we know all of the teams that have qualified in europe those teams are bds vitality top blokes guild queso and solary and Inno will mention a couple of those teams that uh and their rosters so at sixth we have team queso with 2011 points and that is atomic demensa and vk salen uh they've been playing super well recently really good to see uh at seventh we have dignitas with violent panda jorias and apparently jack uh, Astral was on that team. Yukio is on that team. You might be familiar with uh, the two of them. Yukio is now in Aether and Astral's on Solary. Uh, obviously, they're all really good players. Um, Galaxy Racers at uh, sorry, Solary is at eighth at 1850. So tied with Dignitas, they made the major. Uh, that team is Farah, Chasset, and Astral. Um, they were formerly Oxygen uh, and They've been. They've also been on the upswing. So, Dignitas has been a little bit underperforming, but Solar has been killing it recently, along with Queso. Um, at eighth, we have Galaxy Racer, which is uh, Louis Matane and Arju. Arju was the Mouse Sports sub who came in, kind of made a statement in the league. Uh, they've also been on the upswing, although they didn't qualify for Regional Two in Spring Split. And then at tenth, we have Endpoint. Uh, at 1620, so 10 under that. Uh, and that team is Virtuoso, uh, Relating Wave, and Metsonaris. They, uh, they've been kind of underperforming recently. Um, not even, no, they're not even kind of. They have been underperforming recently, but they had two good uh, seasons for that in winter, or fall and winter. So, and then just so you are aware, the gap between 10th and 11th is about 700 points with Rick's GG being at 940. Uh, and that is Mike Boy Cash and Ocelon at 11th, just so you're aware of the gap. And just very quickly, I wanted to go over uh, the point system for how RLCS gives points out. So in a regional format, there's three regionals. If you get first in a regional, you get 451 points. If you get second in a regional, you get 350 points. If you get Third or fourth in a regional, you get 280 points. Fifth through eighth, get 210. Ninth through twelfth, get 150. Thirteenth through sixteenth, get 110. Seventeenth through twenty, get 70. And this is from the spring split. It has changed from fall and winter as they've changed the formats in both of them. Uh, but that is the most recent pointing si- like point system. And then, uh, for the sake of being consistent. Although we haven't had any of the majors yet, the spring major um, point system first is 902, second is 700, third and fourth is 560, fifth and eighth, fifth, fifth through eighth, sorry, is 420, and ninth through tenth is 300. And just just so you have a little bit of an idea, most of these have increased because they lowered the teams from the other splits. Um, sorry, yeah, from the other splits. Um, so, for example, whereas like a regional win right now, or uh, a major win is 902 points, a major win in the winter, for example, split 
was 802. So it, it's mm -hmm. moved a little bit. Uh, and like last place, for example, went from 200 to 300. So, but yeah, that's like getting last in spring uh, split or major at 300 points is pretty much like getting second in just a in typical a regional. regional. Yeah, yeah, so it's pretty significant to make the major. And uh, just real quickly, uh, you might be a little confused as to how the eighth place team, Solary, has qualified over the fourth place team that I mentioned, Giants Gaming. Uh, Giants did not qualify for the spring major. And with Solary, they were able to qualify for the spring major. So Solary is at a minimum guaranteed 300 points, whereas Giants will not be receiving any, meaning that Solary at a minimum will be 10 points over Giants and are thereby guaranteed sixth, seeing as Dignitas also did not qualify for the major and they are tied at seventh with Solary currently. So yes, technically Solary is seventh, eighth, um, but because they are guaranteed points and Giants are not in the upcoming major, they have therefore qualified for the championship uh and so that that's why that might be a little confusing that solaris in eighth but have finished top six technically yeah they, they get minimum 300 so they'll yep. they already have a hundred sorry 10 They're, more points than giants they will have 10 more points than giants at, at least when all is said and done yeah. uh if you want to start with the first five in na so uh in first, we have NRG with 3,393 points, and that's Justin, Garrett G, and Squishy Muffins. They obviously had high expectations when they moved Turbo off that roster um, after winning Worlds in Season 8, if I'm saying that correctly. Um, yes. But they, uh, they've actually performed up to, up to par. Um, I would definitely say they've been, they've been making moves. Uh, second is Team Envy, where Turbo ended up going at 300 to 2000 uh, sorry 3263 points uh, that's turbo mist and atomic they've also been doing super well uh, i feel like recently they've been a little bit underwhelming but overall they've been playing very well i mean they're second uh, third we have space station gaming at 2974 points and that is arsenal rettles and typical they are probably the best team in the region right now at least recently uh, been performing very well. In fourth, we have Rogue with 2,762 points. Rogue is first killer turn Turo and Turoko. Uh, that was a team that Cronovi was on in fall, who they picked up Turoko for, and they have kind of established themselves as, you know, uh, they've kind of made the top three, who was NRG, NV, and SSG, as a top four. Uh, kind of knocking out G2. G2 has made a return, though, um, and they're at fifth with 2,110 points, and that is Chicago JNAPs and Drees, who recently, after the first regional of spring, has been picked up as a starter in place of Rizzo. And Rizzo is now the sub as he has pursued full-time content creation, which I think from a perspective of most people is generally a good move and with the high expectations of both G2 and their, you know, major qualification, like Dries has done very well. So Yeah, I uh would agree. Uh just quickly before I mention the uh other five or so teams, um 
one, two, three, and four. So NRG, Envy, Space Station, and Rogue have all clinched a spot at the uh, championship. So they are currently the only four teams. Europe is a lock now, but uh, NA is not. Um, number six is FaZe. Uh, they are currently the last team that would qualify if the standings ended today. Uh, FaZe is formerly the Peeps. They are at 2,060 RLCS points. They are a roster consisting of Gyro, AJ, and Illusion. Uh, AJ is in talks with uh, alongside people like Justin and First Killer for uh, best player in NA uh, currently. Number seven, and really the only team that still has a chance of qualifying for the championship is the Kansas City Pioneers at 1,970 points. That is a roster consisting of Rapid, Beast Mode, and Memory. Uh, number eight is Alpine Esports at 1,470 points. Their roster is Percy, Magic Bear, and Jordan. Uh, number nine is the Susquehanna Sonics. Uh, we will just be calling them the Sonics. At 1,400 points, their roster currently is Shock, T. Carell, and Roldiz. Uh, I do think it is important to mention that Roldiz was originally the coach um, on this roster, but after uh, two players actually have retired, he uh, is required to play in order for them to keep their RLCS points he was the coach sub so uh just because their roster would not have stayed the same had they uh you know brought somebody else in they would have lost all of their points uh number 10 is pittsburgh knights they are at 1170 their roster is Rodoko, zps and sosa they recently have performed very poorly they were actually unable to even qualify for the uh rlcs uh, regional the upcoming one regional three for spring uh they were weirdly they were playing with flits their sub over zps so inno and i are confident that that roster is pretty much done for him inno and i honestly believe that sosa will also be leaving and uh possibly finding a better roster uh, in NA, i do think it is important to mention a couple extra teams uh because unlike eu where you know, there's a significant drop off from 10th uh, to 11th. In NA, the difference between 10th and 11th is about 100 points, 110 points to be exact. And it doesn't drop off a whole lot after that either. So in 11th is version one, uh, that's Gimmick, Torment, and Calm. Uh, 12th is Charlotte Phoenix, that is Andy, Beastabonium, and Delta. And 13th is Ghost Gaming, that is Freshness, Lion Blaze, and Mectos. And then the last team I'd like to mention is Exet, who have been on fire recently, uh, is JPOW, Alpha Kep, and Hoxer. And uh, those are, I, I, I specifically think that uh, Exet and Charlotte Phoenix have been performing the best out of the four I mentioned. Exa in particular, I think, has been exceeding a lot of people's expectations. They did quite well in the grid, and they've been doing quite well so far in the spring regionals. Uh, so moving on uh, to OCE now, um, I will start with the first five in first place, uh, and the only team out of only two that get to clinch a spot in OCE is Ground Zero Gaming. They are Express, Amphis, and Torsos. They have 4,307 points 
and are over a thousand points ahead of the team in second, which is Renegades at 3,272 points. Their roster is uh, Kami, CJCJ, and Fever. In third and close behind Renegades at 3,251 points is Cringe Society with Drippe, Decca, and Jules. In fourth is Mind Freak with 2,902 points. Their roster is Requiem, Caveman Ben, and Zade. And then in fifth, we have Riot Gaming at 2,531 points. And their roster is Walcott, Spy Doge, which is a hilarious name, and Scruffy. Yeah. And as I mentioned, only the top two teams in OCE qualify, uh, which I feel like is probably going to change because it'd be kind of a lame regional championship now that there's no worlds if there's only the top two teams <laughs> yeah uh so i feel like that's bound to change so take that with a grain of salt i think it'll probably end up being the top six in oce again but i'm not sure i know that they announced how it's gonna work but that, that'd be really lame if it's still only the top two but yeah, uh I anyway surprised the sixth through tenth so at sixth we have Direwolves at 2,340 points. That's Fiber, Misty, and Vive. At, uh, they've, all, they've been underperforming recently. Uh, they had been doing really well, and they had a roster move. Uh, where Zen, or Zenalis, ended up leaving the team. I'm at 7th. We have Canberra Havoc uh, with 2,250 points. That team was Fort Central. Uh, but it's Snowy, Vortexias, and Tango. Vortexias just goes by Fort most of the time. But um, At 8, we have uh, Ignister Esports. That team was Greatest Gaming Gamers, and that's Homie, Azza, and Change. At 1060, sorry, 1060 points. Um, Panic at 9th. Panic Gaming at 780 points, who are tied with 10th. Uh, and that's Joel, Moss, and Eli. Now it's the Cowabunga roster. And Forbidden Gaming at 10th, tied with Panic. Uh, and that was Brain Chasers, and that's Super Lashy, Scrubbed, and Banana Head. And I would say of the 6th through 10th, Forbidden has been performing the best with Canberra as a close second. All right. And then Sam, if you want to do 1 through 5. So at first we have True Neutral who has already secured or clinched a you know, a world spot, although there's not a world, but they have 2,945 points, and that's AJG, uh, Raised Bull, and Shad. And they have been pretty definitively the best team in this region. Um, recently, the spring split has been very uh, competitive as opposed to fall and winter. But but I would still say if you, you know, I'd say if you especially put them in a land setting, my bet would be on either first as True Neutral or second at Fury or Esports, who have 2,643 points, so about 300 less than first. Uh, that is the Novus AV roster or X11's roster, and that's Kyo TG1, Tander, and Card. That's kind of like the, uh, they kind of dominate as the Brazilian team, I would say. Actually, I kind of want to mention this True Neutral because it's South America. Has two Argentinian players and a Chilean player. 
Uh, and that's kind of the only team in this list that I'm going to mention, except for a few in the lower half that aren't Brazilian. So, <laughs> I, 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 yeah, Brazil as Brazil like, dominates the scene. Yeah. Brazil is like 48, if I recall, about 48% of South America's landmass. Like, it's kind of wow. gigantic. Oh, yeah. yeah, no, Brazil is fucking massive. <laughs> yeah. For sure. Um, so it does make sense. Like, you know, they, they have a big presence. Uh, I will say... Org-wise, Furia is a big org. It is a Brazilian org, um, and I have high hopes for how they will advance, but definitely a big pickup for them. At third, at 17, 61 points, pretty much 900 under second is Noble, and that's Habercumper, Firefox D, and Renon, with pretty much, in my opinion, the biggest Brazilian content creator in Rocket League as their sub, uh, being Firewall 154. Um, they have been underperforming recently, but they're still kind of definitively top six, I would say without a doubt. Uh, then we have at fourth, we have Carnage Gaming at 15, 10 points. That's Reppy Brad and Drops. That was the Chromax roster. They had a pretty good fall and winter split. And even they've been doing well, they've been doing well in spring, but like not, not as great. Um, and then Rebel at fifth with 1260 points, who have been absolutely doing out of their mind. You know, I would say they have been giving the first and second teams a run for their money. They actually won the first Grand Series, which is essentially their regional in Sam. Is Astromic, Snipe, just, <laughs> I don't know, I don't know <laughs> how to pronounce his name. Uh, I'm going to say he's Snipes because that J just confuses me. Um, and then Yanks's or Yanks, I'm just going to say Yanks, but that team has been doing super, super well. Um, and they were uh, actually Locusts before they got picked up by Rebel, and Rebel actually released their roster before picking up that roster. They kind of did a regional swap, so you want to go ahead with 6th? Yeah, uh, so 6th is Euphoria at 750 points. I would just like to mention that it is about a 500-point drop-off between 5th and 6th. Uh, so Euphoria is Bruno Visky, or just Bruno, uh, Fossey, and Pan. Uh, at number seven, we have Free Win at 710 points. That is Royals, Yandi, and Lexim. At eighth, we have Pujim, as I've learned it's pronounced. Uh, Pudding at 606 <laughs> points. That roster is Unbroken. Wells and Leo DKN, Leo Deacon, Leo Deacon. <laughs> um, ninth is Avidity Esports at 600 points. That is Flashy, Lucas06, and Grumps. And then at number 10, we have Out of Skill at 530 RLCS points uh, with Davin Sano, Lost, and Davitrox. And all I've learned about Sam so far is that they all have really difficult to pronounce names. I, will, I do because they mostly speak a different language. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I do want to quickly mention two things. First of all, I'm actually uh, Brazilian, so that's part of the reason that I'm actually in Brazil right now. It's part of the reason <laughs> that I follow, follow this scene and the kind of kind of gave me a little bit of motivation to follow other scenes. But I do want to mention for Avidity, who's in ninth. That roster actually doesn't exist anymore. Um, Great. Yeah. <laughs> that roster, Flashy and Lucas, uh, 06, 
went to uh, Papa Division, which is twelve or Papa Division. I'm gonna, I'm just gonna <laughs> Papa Division. Papa Division. Uh, they're actually twelfth right now. They've been performing very well recently. Um, so yeah. That, oh wow. Uh, yeah, that's, I see that. That's good to 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 you know mention. That does that does make sense because they have dropped two rank spots in the points. So I mean, if they if they literally don't exist anymore, makes sense. And I also just want to briefly mention, because they're not on this list, Erased is probably, uh, that was a roster known as PDHM Gaming. Um, I don't know where they are in the rankings because they just, they're just not here. I honestly don't even know why Avidity is still up here. I feel like they... <laughs> I think they they're just up there be. because they have those points, technically. Yeah, but... PDHM was like super super up there, uh, and that roster is pretty much turned into erased. the The best player from that roster is on erased, and we'll, we'll talk more about that later. But I just wanted to mention that Davidity is is non-existent. But yeah, that is the top ten teams in each region. Uh, our next talking point was the recent uh, EU and OCE regionals that just happened. Uh, I'll go over the EU one more in depth since I follow that scene uh, more heavily than others. So uh, the EU regional came to an end. We saw in the playoffs, Guild, Wolves, BDS, Atlantide, BS Competition, Team Queso, Aether, and Galaxy Racer were all able to make the championship Sunday. Guild Esports 4-3 Wolves, uh, BDS 4-1 Atlantide. BS Competition, 4-3 Team Queso, and Aether was able to 4-2 Galaxy Racer. Guild in the semifinals met Team BDS, where Guild was able to win 4-3. BS Competition met Aether in the other side of the semifinal, where Aether was able to take that one 4-3, and Guild in, uh, ended up winning 4-1 over Aether in the finals. Um, in my opinion, the semifinal of Guild versus BDS was the true final. Whoever won that was going to win the whole thing. Um, just a couple quick things that, you know, maybe surprised me a little bit. First of all, BS Competition and Aether, both fairly new rosters, making it as far as they did. Both of them meeting each other in the semifinals is pretty crazy. Uh, just to mention it, uh, BS Competition is Godsmilla's team. Literally, that's what they were called previously. <laughs> it's Godsmilla, Freaky, and Acronic. Acronic is, I think, he's 15, right? He's super young. Yeah, yeah, he's 15. He is going to be the best player in the region at some point. I'm, yeah, I, I, I feel fairly confident in saying that he is disgusting. Um, yeah. Aether, who actually beat this BS competition team and still doesn't have an org, is Yukio, Tox, and Ixo, which is literally just a pickup squad of three really cracked players that got either kicked off their team or left their team and just formed a super team, basically, out of the three of them. Because all three of those players are very, very good players and can be on any of the top teams in EU easily. Uh, yeah. So they just decided to form a team, and it's going very well. They uh, they had a poor, I think it was a bad second regional, but their first regional in spring was very good, and now their third regional has been even better, obviously making it all the way to the finals. Um, 
Wolves are a bit surprising because they haven't performed very well at all, but they were able to make day three, although they did lose to Guild, who ended up winning. I'd like to mention that they took three games off of Guild, though. Like, they almost took that series. They actually got reverse swept by Guild. Oh, that's so sad. I didn't even know that. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's like, I think it was like one of the first, if it's not the first, it's like one yeah, of the first oh, three reverse I mean, sweeps in our Yeah, history. it's like first or second ever, probably. Yeah, it's crazy. Uh, that roster is Rick's Ronde, Oli, and Cooksier 97. The return of, of our, our friend Cooksier. Yes. Um, the maybe teams that are, were a little bit disappointing this regional, um, that actually ended up making the knockout gauntlet is uh solary not making playoffs is a bit surprising um they've they've been basically just improving every split so it's a bit surprising not to see them in the playoffs they ended up getting 3-1 by atlantide in the uh losers quarterfinals after losing to bs competition in the winners quarterfinals uh, Vitality didn't qualify for playoffs. They lost 3-1 to Team BDS in the winners' quarterfinals and then lost 3-2 to Team Queso uh, in the losers' quarterfinals. Team Queso, though, has been, I think, definitively better than Vitality as of recently. Uh, Vitality has not had a good spring. Um, and then the only other real disappointing teams I would say is Dignitas and Giants. And I'm sure Giants are pissed because they have now missed <laughs> the opportunity to make the championship by having such a terrible spring. They were so, so good during winter, but had a terrible spring. They lost 3-1 in the losers round one against Top Blokes. And then Top Blokes didn't even make playoffs as they got 3 2 by Wolves. And then Dignitas... Uh, they were in the, they were only sorry in the losers round of the knockout gauntlet as they didn't do great in groups. But they three owed Rick's GG, who was playing with a sub. Just by the way, Cash got an in-game ban for saying something in chat. We don't really know what, but we're it must have been pretty profane for him to get a ban. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and yeah. so Dignitas pretty easily three owed Rick's GG as you'd expect with them being down their best player, uh, and then. Dignitas lost three to two to Galaxy Racer, who had a very good um, regional uh, for regional three, as they ended up making the playoffs. But yeah, that for the most part is uh, the that is um, the EU regional that just happened, and it the the way that it laid out ended up locking in all of the teams for the championship. So we already know who's. Like, we might as well not even play the major. There's not really a point other than the prize money. But yeah. like the point, the points literally do not matter. I guess for <laughs> seeding, it matters a little yeah. bit. But, like, still, you get what I mean. Um, and then if you want to go over the OCE regional that happened. Yeah, I just actually want to very briefly, like, just in case. This is probably unnecessary. But if there was someone right now who has just, like, never heard of Rocket League or is watching this for a first time and we're going through... A lot of this information like I just wanted to mention there are three regionals in a split and there are three splits in a year so there's a fall a winter and a spring split and there are three regionals in each of those splits where you depending on how you did in each individual regional you qualify for that major and the combination of all of those three is what qualifies you for the worlds that is non-existent this year because of COVID um, or the panini <laughs> but uh <laughs> 
Yeah, I just wanted to briefly mention that. So we can we can oh, go yeah. on to OC. Um, sure. So I'd say the first big thing I wanted to mention about OCE is Cringe Society, who is pretty much definitively second or third in the region, played with their sub in all of their games. Um, they played with Siki, who's actually the ex-third of Renegades. Yeah, he's a um, great player. Yeah, he's a really good player. So, I mean, I wouldn't say that... I mean, he played in place of Jules, and... I mean, it's definitely, even if it's maybe not a downgrade in terms of players, it's going to screw up synergy a lot. Yeah, I, I definitely think they underperformed because of the fact they're playing with him, but he's there's no better sub to have like in yeah. the region. Um, but he was on Renegades. Fever is actually their third right now, and Fever was on Mind Freak, and that who they replaced with Fever is Zade, and Zade was the sub for Renegades prior to that roster move. Um, so basically how it went is I'll go over playoffs very briefly. Ground Zero beat Deuce and Furrows 4-2. Uh, Can Bear Havoc beat Riot 4-2. Riot's actually also playing with their sub right now who's Scruffy because for whatever reason Liduck left the team mutually. I don't really know why. I don't even know if, <laughs> if they know why but he did and you know it is what it is. Cringe Society actually lost four or, or three four to Mind Freak uh, in the third quarterfinal, and Renegades beat Donkey Squad four uh, two. Donkey Squad cons consists of uh, Matro or Matro, Kaka, and Finn. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Kaka is one, such yeah. a funny name to me. <laughs> it, it is. <laughs> Uh, in, in semis, Ground Zero beat Canberra Havoc 4-1. Uh, Renegades beat Mind Freak 4-2. And Ground Zero ended up sweeping Renegades in the finals. Um, I would say the only like big, maybe not upsets, but what I didn't expect is I didn't expect Forbidden to take Ground Zero to Game 5 in the Knockout Gauntlet, and they did. And that was very impressive. Um, I see that. Riot brought cringe to game five which is also very impressive um and then donkey squad beat forbidden in game five and the losers quarterfinals uh and i would say the only other you know somewhat upsets or not upsets but surprising to see is gaming gamers going to game five with direwolves who are very good and then and riot, riot yeah riot going also game five to gaming gamers but winning and then it, uh Ignister went to game five with Mind Freak and losers round one, and they ended up beating Cringe Society. And that also, was definitely huge. Correct me if I'm wrong, but the, the Riot versus Gaming Gamers series was the one that was supposed to go to game five, but then Gaming Gamers couldn't field a third man. Is that that series? And so they, they had, actually had to yeah. forfeit. They ended up forfeiting because of technical issues. And yeah, they had to forfeit the fifth game. They, they were on the verge of being reverse swept. But yeah. there's yeah. a chance they could have won that fifth game. But yeah, they had some technical issues. They couldn't field a full team of three and therefore had to forfeit the fifth game to Riot. So Riot didn't technically win that series. Um, so who, who, who knows what gaming gamers would have done. Yeah, and apparently Laxon actually solved his issue. I don't know what it is, but he apparently solved his issue like literally a minute after they got disqualified. So That's so unfortunate. Very close. Man. 
Yeah, that it sucks. really is. But I also do want to mention, I feel like this is important. Um, you know, as there are people who do other, you know, kind of tournaments in every region, Yummy Cheese Man, you might have heard of him in previous, like, RLCS Worlds or RLCS Casts as he's a caster, did his own series known as The League. Um, this was a month tournament, uh, and it incorporated the top 12 OCE teams, and I wanted to mention it just because they had their finals or playoffs yesterday, um, where Ground Zero beat Mind Freak 4-1 in round one as they were the fourth seed. They proceeded to sweep Cringe Society, and then Renegades actually beat them 4-1. And I feel like I wanted... Mm. I, that's kind of the reason that I wanted to mention this, because Renegades beating Ground Zero is surprising to me. Ground Zero is definitely kind of the BDS of this this region, as they're, yeah. you know, a, 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 a pretty hefty amount, like a thousand For plus sure. points over the next team. So I would say that Cringe Society with Jules in their main roster, which hopefully they'll get an org, and Renegades, who are both super close, seem to be closing the gap on Ground Zero. And it's good to see, because I don't really think anyone necessarily enjoys watching one team win all the time. Like, even just Mind Freak beating Cringe Society was, was massive. You know, actually, very briefly on that, these players obviously, rightfully so, have pretty immense egos. And Decca <laughs> actually said <laughs> on Twitter the other day that he was like surprised and kind of like acknowledged how well Mind Freak had played as they had beaten them, even with Siki as their sub. So I just I just wanted to mention that because it's very rare to see sports humbling comment. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Yeah. yeah sportsmanship is rare. Yeah. It is. Was um. <laughs> So in that tournament, Yummy's tournament that you were talking about, um, was was Cringe Society playing with their full team or no? So it doesn't mention it. I know that at the bare minimum, excluding yesterday, they were playing with Jules. Okay. It doesn't mention anything about it. And I was, I mean, it started at 6 a.m. my time, so I... I, did I would imagine games. that they probably were. Did you, I, I may have missed it, but did you mention the reason why Jules couldn't play in the playoffs? I did not. And do you know why? Actually, hold up. Jules did sub because it does say as on the participant, like on the participant, eh, participant page that he was the sub. <laughs> I'm actually going to briefly go to his Twitter to, uh, to see if there's anything about it, but I'm pretty sure I went and, didn't see anything. Yeah, it doesn't mention anything about it. So, I don't think right. any of the players mentioned it, which is weird. I mean, yeah, there no, could you'd, be you'd think... a chance that they're trying to replace him. I mean, like, I don't know you think why they're you just would... trying to replace him with Siki. I mean, I I was I was a bit confused as to why they decided to bring Siki as a sub to begin with. Like, he's, I mean, like he was he's on... good enough to be on a yeah. top team in OCE for sure. Like, that's a name I know. Siki has been around forever. This is the thing about this team. Like, <laughs> I don't like, like, their ego is so large that they just, like, don't release any information about anything ever. Like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. Um, yeah. Quick question just before we move on to the next topic. Um, Cringe Society and Renegades are mega close in points. Who is taking the second spot? In your opinion, 
I would say even if Jules came back, like if, even if Jules is playing, my guess with this the OCE major is that um, Renegades take it because I they agree. have been on an upswing quite significantly and. Like, there's a reason they picked up Fever. Like, Fever... Like, I would say Fever was definitively the best team on Mind Freak. And even though they were on the upswing and Renegades is only, like, 500 or so points above them, like, Renegades is Renegades. Like, they are literally the biggest org in this region by quite a margin. And I imagine just from a financial standpoint, in terms of contracts, he's making dollars... And also, like, why would you not join a team that has contention for worlds before you know that there's no worlds, you know? Yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, I, I would go with, with Renegades. Um, I would I agree. Mean, CJ, CJ, CJ are kind of like, they're kind of veterans in this, in this region. I mean, not to say that Drippy and Decca and Jules aren't, but that team has been clapping cheeks recently, for sure. So. Yeah um okay cool uh our next talking point was the recent uh north american grid that uh ended was it yesterday yes it was yesterday um so just for perspective i guess when we say yesterday we're recording this very late into the night on uh, the 21st technically although now it is the 22nd for both of us uh yeah it was on the 20th it was, but yeah, the 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 grid finished on the twentieth. Um, there were a couple matches left to be played that we didn't cover previously, but uh, basically the top six teams are as follows: NRG in first. This is just the regular season, not talking about the playoffs, but just the regular season. NRG in first at thirteen and two. They actually ended up dropping two series at the end. Um, they had a plus twenty nine game differential at forty two and thirteen. Space Station uh, in second, at, also at 13 and 2, but they only had a plus 22 game differential at 43 and 21. G2 Esports finishing third uh, at 12 and 3 with uh, plus 23 game differential. They actually had a better game differential than SSG, but with one more series lost at 41 and 18. Um, Kansas City Pioneers actually ended up finishing fourth at 10 and five. They were 34 and 23 with a plus 11 game differential. Xset are fifth at 10 and five as well, 36 and 29 with a plus seven game differential. And the team to round out the top six, there's a bug in my face uh, that <laughs> everyone on YouTube just saw me swat at twice. Um, version one is in six. They finished nine and six. 33 and 28 at plus five game differential. Uh, Envy just missed out. They were also nine and six, but they only had a plus one game differential. I think they dropped all of their series in the final day, if I if I recall. I actually want to briefly just mention something about that. So sure. in the last match day five, it was between B1 and Oxygen playing each other for that sixth spot and Envy and E United. And one of the pretty surprising things about that is it's envy. Like, it's envy. Like, yeah. United didn't even qualify for regional three. Apparently, yep. Ajax was on, like, 200 ping, whatever. You know, like, even if he wasn't on 200 ping, like, 
I, <laughs> I think there's a chance that they still don't qualify. Like they've been very, very shaky recently. Yeah. But they won against Envy in game five, and V1 beat Oxygen in game five, and Rogue lost two series against PK with Flitz and Charlotte Phoenix, which was and shocking to me. The PK series they lost three to one. So like it wasn't like I mean that's not a blowout, but that's not a terribly close series. Like yeah, yeah. I, I, don't I also know. think um, I think United was playing with T Bates against or yeah T Bates for I believe it was Ajax against Phase and they beat them in game yes, five. Yes, that is that is correct. Yeah, they played with T Bates, which doesn't make sense Ajax. at all. <laughs> like it's. <laughs> Yeah, like I just remember talking about this um, last podcast and saying that Rogue's path was so free, and then they end up just mega choking. So, Rogue should have been sixth. There's Rogue no should have been sixth. One hundred percent. PK, like bro, PK with Flitz, they didn't even qualify for regional three. Yep. How are you gonna lose I, yeah, that I'm, series? I'm actually genuinely shocked that rogue like i would be okay if they like okay losing to clt maybe they just popped off like getting swept by clt is a bit a bit of a stretch but losing 3-1 to pk with flitz after they lost to dino like my man like you might you you just you just lost to dino through association like <laughs> like <laughs> it's it's rogue they're literally like top four i don't know it I don't I don't know whether to like associate that with you know NA being competitive or Rogue being bad in the grid or Rogue having a bad day whatever it might be but I mean it was there was a lot of upsets on match day 5 match day oh, 5 yeah. was a pretty ton. important it was weird it was a weird it was a weird day um moving on to the playoffs uh just for perspective the top 2 teams in the regular season are automatically placed in the semifinals in the playoffs so it is important where you place in the top six. Um, three and four are placed in the upper bracket where they face each other. Uh, and then five and six are placed in the lower bracket where the winner of five and six has to play the loser of three and four, if that makes sense. So basically, Xset played version one in lower round one. Xset was able to take that series four to two. G2 played Kansas City Pioneers in the upper quarterfinals. That's the three and the four team. Inno and I are not positive, but we think G2 may have lost against KCP strategically um, because <laughs> yeah. for some reason, once you're in the semifinal, you lose and you're out. But if you're in the upper quarterfinal, you can lose and you get another chance, which we thought was super strange. It's a very, I don't like the way that the whole playoff bracket worked at all. But basically, G2 dropped to KCP four games to two. And uh, then we're able to 4-1 exit in the lower quarterfinals. Um, NRG were the team that you had to pay, face in uh, the lower semifinals. So basically, um, the winner of the lower quarterfinal had to play G2. Or I'm sorry, the, the winner of the lower quarterfinal, which is G2, had to face NRG. And then the winner of the upper quarterfinal faces SSG in the semis. So uh, Kansas City, who beat G2, went on to face Space Station in the semifinals where they lost four games to one. It was pretty dominant. It was kind of a pity game that Kansas City Pioneers won. 
SSG was very clearly the better team. And I think in the one game that they lost, they were pretty much just trolling as, you know, it is Arsenal, Rettles, and Sipical. Um, they are all trolls. So I'm not shocked by a one game loss at all. Although if you watch the series, you know that it was SSG all day. Um, and then in the other semifinal, G2 was able to 4-2 NRG. And uh, Inno and I talked about this because Space Station has been super hot recently. So we were saying it, it like this is why we think it might have been a strategic play to lose in the upper quarterfinal. I personally, if I were G2 or KCP, I would rather have faced NRG in the semis than Space Station. For and, sure. Um, and I think G2 went the smartest route. They had the easiest path because they lost to KCP. So they beat Exet and then they beat NRG. And uh, they ended up taking it to seven games against Space Station, but Space Station Gaming was able to win the grid four games to three over G2 Esports. Um, G2 with Dries look really good. I would say that if if they can if they can keep up the level of play through this third regional, I would say it's definitively a top five in NA now once again. I I would agree, and I just want to like I want to open this because like we're gonna. I are you uh, are you ready to transition into NA regional predictions? Yeah, for sure. If you so, I wanted to mention that German amigos ended up being the grid wild card for eu yes and as there is a grid wild card for na <laughs> and <laughs> the 10th place is v1 right now who have been underperforming followed by clt and exit v1 at 320 points and clt and exit at 300 with ghost i don't see them passing either of those teams and united's already out so it's pretty much stromboli could you know pass one of those teams like v1 or exit but let's say for example both v1 and exit drop and clt mm. has like an amazing split exit would get the grid wild card as they beat v1 and would still make the major so either exit or v1 will end up getting the grid wild card v1 is technically 10th right now so I I feel like it's more likely that we see V1 underperform and get the grid wild card and have Exit take that 10th spot because they've been performing so well. And now we can talk about regional predictions because I feel like I just wanted to mention that briefly yeah. before we... Yeah, no yeah. worries. Um, so being that we are recording this a day earlier than we recorded the previous one, we have none of the matches that have uh, started in the third regional for na yes um group a uh is oxygen esports which we didn't mention their roster but that's toasty lj and krasix uh rogue which we've gone over sonics we've gone over version one and then volt esports which quickly is heck astro and kaz they uh were able to qualify through the uh qualifier and they did quite quite well honestly uh, they went through numbers, yeah. They did yeah, well. They, they did pretty well in the qualifier. Um, group B is 72PC, which is a team we also haven't mentioned. That's Jacob, Seabass, and Spider. Their sub is Karma. I didn't even know that. I just looked at their roster and I saw that. I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah, Karma is the sub. Also, Seabass was on KCP before they made their roster move. Gotcha. Um, 72PC also was very good in the qualifier they qualified through uppers as well beating 
PK. PK, yeah, they beat the Pittsburgh yeah. Knights in the upper final. Um, Continuum, or, or sorry, I completely skipped Charlotte Phoenix. So it's 72 PC, Charlotte Phoenix, who we went over. Continuum, which is Cronovi's new team. Welcome back to RLCS Cronovi. It is Astro, <laughs> Aeon, and Cronovi. Yeah, it's been a hot minute. It has been a hot minute. Um, Phase Clan is also in Group B, who we've gone over, and Space Station Gaming. Um, just off first looks, Group B might be... I don't know. These are all pretty balanced groups, actually. It's the um, most I've most balanced I've seen, but I, I would yeah. say D is the most competitive. Which one did you say? I'm sorry. Group D, I would say, is yeah. the most D or C. If okay, so since I went over A and B, if you want to go over C and D. So Group C, uh, Ghost Gaming. I don't think we mentioned their roster, and that's I'm pretty Lion sure Blaze. I mentioned them, but yeah, you, you can go okay. over them. That's fine. It, it's Lion Blaze, Freshness, and Mectos. Um, KCP, we went over. Austin, which is just the most hysterical thing ever, but uh, Dino, who has like <laughs> two hours in the last two weeks. Chronic, who's fantastic, and Expert, who was actually on Volt for Kaz. Um, they they beat, beat PK in the Losers yep. uh, final, which was... They beat the hell out of PK they, as well. Yeah, they, <laughs> they obliterated PK. It was yes. impressive, honestly. Uh Stromboli, who's been on the upswing uh, with Alraz, Shadow, and Kinsey. Kinsey is back. I, I, he's <laughs> after leading the team for like a couple hours. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, and Team Envy, which we we mentioned, um, that's definitely a. I don't know. I would say Stromboli's better than uh, than Ghost right now, but that's a, that's, that's definitely a. All to these me, groups are balanced. But. To me, I think that's the weakest group, Group C. Like it's very clearly yeah. NV and, and KCP, and then kind of everyone else. Yeah, yeah. I would say follow. Here we go. Talk about Group D. I think this is probably my most competitive group, assuming yeah. that Alpine doesn't just Choke. continue to be Alpine right now. Yeah. So we have <laughs> we have Alpine, uh, which we mentioned. We have G two with Drees, which we mentioned. We have NRG, obviously. Like probably gonna G two our NRG will come out. And first, uh, Team EXC, which is Monster442. He's a youngster. I'm glad he's doing well. Uh, Knight and Tito. And then we have Exet, which we mentioned. And Exet's probably going to be like definitively third. So it's between Alpine and EXC. I um, do think that we could see a surprise second from Exet. Um, I I agree. I agree. They could Exit could take. I mean, and Exit did take NRG to Game Five in the mm -hmm. last knockout. And so yeah, they could. Yeah, they could beat either of those teams. I could. I could day. see Exit honestly with with how NRG's been performing as of late. I could see Exit beating NRG in Group D and NRG taking third. So I think it, if if yeah. I had to make a way too early, way too bold prediction, it would be G two in first, Exit in second, NRG in third, and I'm going to say Alpine in fourth because I don't think. Even with how bad Alpine has been recently, I think they're better than .exe. Um, I, I I would agree completely with that Group D prediction. Do you want to go through the other groups? Really yeah, quick? yeah, we can. I, I'll. How about I'll just say Group C, and then you can just follow up with your prediction. Sounds um, good. So Group C, which is Ghost, KCP, Austin, Stromboli, and Envy. Um, I am gonna say that. 
dude, it, it's it's kind of tough. I'm gonna say I'll say that KCP will finish first. I think KCP will sweep the group. Um, and then Envy I think is second. Stromboli will be third. Ghost will be fourth. And my way too bold, way too early prediction is that Austin will be last, and I don't think they will win a single game. I think that KCP has been very hot, but I still think Envy is going to beat them. So I would say that it's going to be Envy, KCP. It's going to be a game five. Like, it, it's going to be a game five. It's going to be between whoever wins that series. Um mm. Stromboli, I would say, is pretty pretty definitively going to be third as well, and then Ghost, and then I... Bro, if Austin doesn't get knocked out in groups, <laughs> there's <laughs> something is wrong. Like, <laughs> like, maybe, maybe the stars align and both Ghost and Austin lose all of their series and Austin beats Ghost somehow. But if Austin beat Ghost... Ghost they should needs yeah. to make a roster move. <laughs> if, yeah, if I think if any of these teams lose to Austin, a roster move needs to happen. Like, if Ghost lose loses to Austin, Chronic needs to go to Ghost in place of freshness. <laughs> S- something, dude. Like, yeah, yeah. I don't know. Like, they definitely need to make a change. They're definitely the most meme team in RLCS. By, sure. by by far, by a mile. Um. Okay. Group B. Uh, which uh, quickly, once again, is 72 PC, Charlotte Phoenix, Continuum, Phase, and Space Station. Um, Space Station is the best team in NA right now. I think they finish first easily. Um, I think Phase is a very obvious second. Um, I'll say Charlotte will finish third, and I'm going to say Continuum will finish fourth over 72 PC, and 72 PC will be the only team out of that that doesn't qualify. I think 72 PC takes last. I agree. But 72PC, to be fair, was very good in the qualifier. I wouldn't be shocked. I do think that the top three in that group is pretty obvious. I think Charlotte is quite a bit better than 72PC and Continuum. But um, So I could see that 72PC and Continuum going either way. But I want the comeback story for Kronobi. So I'm going to say Continuum takes fourth and 72PC fifth. I agree. I think think my, my prediction is the same for that group. Um, and then final group, Group A, we've got Oxygen, Rogue, Sonics, Version 1, and Volt. Um, this is kind of a weird group. Dude, this bug is going gonna, is gonna to get rocked. Um, uh, uh, this, this is definitely, I would say, the most interesting group and the one with the most parody, I guess you could call it, where it could go a lot of different ways. Yeah, it really could. Um. I'll say Rogan first. I think I think of the the best teams in the region, Rogue got the easiest group by far. Uh, yeah. So Rogue, I think, is very clearly going to take first here. I would be shocked if they didn't. I'll say, um, dude, Sonics has been so good every regional. Uh, I'll say Sonics will take second, man. Like they've been they've been really good every regional. So I'm going to say Sonics, and then Version One in third, Oxygen in fourth, and Volt in fifth. That is my prediction. I agree, but because I am biased toward version one, <laughs> I think they're going to take second over Sonics. At least you're not so biased that you put them in first over Rogue. No, no. There, I, I The max I can say is that V1 beats Sonics on a good day. 
And um, just lastly, before we move on, way too bold prediction. Who wins the entire thing? Like way too early to tell, but who wins the whole thing? Um, I... I think G2 is the whole thing. I see. I'm sort of leaning that way myself, actually. I think it's either going to be SSG or G2, and I, I just have 100%. the trusted. Yep. I'm I have right the trusted. They have just improved, and it's been yep. like such a short time frame that, like, once they click, like, that's the thing. Like, they haven't even clicked with Drees, and they're performing the way they are, you know? Yep. No, for sure. I think, yeah, I think it's pretty safe to say either G2 or SSG will win. And then I think, you know, the the sleeper pick, if you can even call them that, I think NRG is always a pick to win. Um, and obviously I agree. Envy yeah. as well. And, it, you know, it, when Rogue pops off, they're the best team in the region. So, I mean, if Rogue pops off, Rogue will win too. So it could be any yeah. of those five, I think. But I think the but, two obvious ones at the moment are G2 and SSG. Depending on how Knockout Gauntlet goes and seeding goes for playoffs, I could see KCP ending up in the finals as well. I think they'll lose well, to G2 and or, or SSG, but yeah. I just want to mention that for KCP, G2, and FaZe, this regional is massive. Because, like, yeah. basically, who if, if KCP... Whoever finishes higher between KCP and FaZe Clan is going to be in sixth. Whether or not they're locked, we don't know yet until the major or until after the regional. Um, but, like, it, it has huge, huge implications, especially between KCP and FaZe. And right now, I would say KCP's been better than FaZe. So, I, I don't know. Like, it, it's, it has a, a ton of championship implications. So. Yeah, no, I... I agree completely. And the thing about phase is assuming they go second in group B, they'll likely run into either KCP or Envy, oh, which wow. I would say beats them. And then, you know, let's say V1 or Sonics gets third in group A. They play fourth in group D, which I'm assuming is Alpine, which is either going to be V1 or Sonics being in quarterfinals, and I think both of those teams will lose to FaZe. Mm -hmm. So I think playoffs is going to be massive. I think all three of them will make playoffs, and, you know, I, I don't really want to go super deep, but let's say FaZe wins and goes to quarterfinal one, uh, they would play the winner's bracket of the first quarterfinal would be uh, probably Rogue or NRG, and they're probably losing to both of those teams. Yeah. So their their chances of making it past quarterfinals is Our definitely slim. low. Yeah, I think they're at the biggest risk of choking. Like, yeah, not even sure. choking, but having other teams. They need do to better. have. They need to have a pop off regional. I think. Yeah, like they really, they re <laughs> they really do. Like they. They'd have to go through a massive team in playoffs uh, to clinch their spot. So yeah, it's yeah. The, this regional is going to be huge for the the sixth spot specifically. I think G two is fairly safe in fifth. They have a little bit more of a point cushion, but f I think between Phase and KCP is like ninety points or something, like just practically nothing. So yeah, it's uh, it's going to be it's going to be crazy. 
if you're if you if you're not planning on tuning in for uh this regional you definitely should because it it's going to be very very big between kcp and phase for who ends up in sixth they they're i feel like they're likely gonna run into each other like they, yeah if they don't run into each other in knockout they'll run into each other actually there's a chance they run if, if kcp takes first in group c and there's a big chance they do they would likely run into phase as second yeah um well, well, that's our way too yeah. early regional predictions. Yeah, we do this and way, way <laughs> too early. Uh, and uh, the last thing we have, and we're going to introduce this, and we're probably going to do it every single week to finish every podcast, uh, is the official uh, Yolag Inno Rocket Weekly power rankings. We have all four of the regions power ranked. We have the top ten for NA and EU. And we have the top five for OCE and Sam. Um, if you want, you know, we'll go back and forth starting at number 10 on NA. Um, and then, so I'll say 10, you can say nine, etc. cetera. Um, number, and I guess real quickly, I'll just mention teams we would consider bubble teams in NA uh, is Charlotte Phoenix. So these are teams that like are narrowly missing out on, on being 10th. Um, so we've got Charlotte Phoenix, who have been quite good recently. Uh, Stromboli, also been quite good recently. And then E United is, eh, like, they, they didn't even qualify for this third regional. So, you know, come yeah. next week, I don't even think we'll be considering them bubble. But um, number 10, uh, right now, the 10th best team in NA, according to us, according to Rocket Weekly, is version one. Um, version one has been really hit or miss. Sometimes they're, you can argue that they're one of the top teams in the region. Other times they have a hard time beating these bubble teams like Stromboli and CLT. So there's a very good reason they're in 10th. Um, I think they're very obviously the 10th best team in NA right now. At 9th, we have Exit. And they have been performing out of their minds recently. They've been giving pretty much the top five a run for the... even. Anyone above them, <laughs> mm-hmm. they've been yeah. giving a run for their money. Like, I don't know what they did. I don't know if they improved, like, individually. I think it might be a combination of all of them improving individually and there just being, like, a very, very deep team chemistry in that roster. But Xset has been popping off, and I could very easily see them overtaking Sonics, who are eight, very shortly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and so we have Sonics at number eight. Um, I personally, because Inno and I obviously discussed making this power rankings before, I personally would put Exet above Sonics in my heart. Um, I agree, yeah. But just because I think Exet are on the up and up more than Sonics are. But Sonics have been so consistent throughout the spring in the regionals. I think they've made playoffs every time, the first two at least. Um and I don't think Exet has. So that's kind of the reason why we have Sonics in eighth instead of Exet. Uh, Sonics had a terrible grid and Exet had a phenomenal grid. Um, so the the real reason, I think eighth and ninth with between Sonics and Exet could really go either way. But um, the regionals are more important than the grid, sadly, for Exet. Uh, and Sonics have performed better than Exet in, uh, in the two regionals we've had for NA in the spring so far so that's why we have them eighth 
at seventh we have phase um i feel like they're they've honestly been underperforming ever since they they got picked up by phase unfortunately yeah, for um sure but i still think they're 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 good enough to excluding grid results say that i i definitely expect them to go farther in the regional than the other teams like maybe not exit if they have you know if they continue to perform the way they have but in phase obviously like literally like the top five org in esports like oh yeah i would i in love general. to pick up um and although they have been underperforming like any team with ag on it has opportunity to pop off and you know i could see them making top four if they have a good day maybe even finals so but they're definitely i feel like they're pretty definitively seventh right now yeah i would agree uh, number six um, is Kansas City Pioneers. Maybe some foreshadowing between KCP and FaZe, seeing as we have KCP power ranked sixth and FaZe power ranked seventh, where they are opposite in RLCS standings, where FaZe is sixth and KCP is seventh. Um, KCP just plain and simple has been better than FaZe in the, in, so far in the spring split. They had a much better grid and they've had better regional showings, I think. KCP is a super inconsistent for one of the top teams. I think I think they're definitely the most inconsistent of the top teams. But when they're popping, they are they can compete with everyone. Everyone, like everyone. I, yeah, I don't even like it, they're like surprisingly good um a lot of the time. And so yeah, that's why we have KCP over FaZe. Uh, at fifth, we have Envy, who honestly, you know, they've been underperforming recently. Um, I, although they did do well in the last regional, I think mm -hmm. Atomic kind of picked it, it up a second. little bit. Um, he did. He did. Like, Atomic, like, missed one of the best players in NA. Super, super good as an all-rounder. Turbo is turbo. Like, man's going to win. Like, he's improved mechanically. Uh, I, I really do think that Although Atomic's not like the problem by any means, like he has a skill ceiling that is extremely high, and when you compare oh, yeah. him to someone like First Killer, like he should be performing better. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. uh, oh no, I, yeah, for sure. I think that's the only reason that they're at fifth. Like there are they are a team that could very easily, you know, three four weeks from now be at one from results. Like they they they're a they're a world's roster. Uh, they're the second team, I believe to qualify for worlds actually to lock a spot in um so but yeah they're they're still ahead of kcp because kcp still has a little bit to prove in terms mm. of consistency uh yeah envy is definitely in the top five like 100 percent. yeah um at number four above envy we have rogue um rogue was able to win the uh first spring regional uh and since then they've been a little lackluster but just based off their performance during the winter and that first spring regional win i feel like they still deserve the fourth spot whereas you know envy although you know they had a good second regional and they were able to take second um envy you know hasn't won a regional in a while and rogue has so i think yeah. rogue is still pretty clearly fourth above envy i think that is subject to change if envy you know if envy you know were to finish second again or first obviously 
excuse me, I'd put them probably above Rogue for next week. I think that one is, is possible to change if Rogue keeps underperforming like they have uh, in the grid and in the second regional. Um, but for now, Rogue, I think, is definitely better than Envy. Third, we have NRG. That roster, you know, very clearly the crack. Like, you can't put Justin, Garrett, and Squishy on a team and not expect good results. Like, um, they have been performing. You know, I think their grid results were fantastic. Um, they ran into a hot G2 in playoffs. They have done up to par in their regionals as a top three, four team. I think I still put them, we still put them above Rogue and Envy from their results and just the mm -hmm. fact that their grid was impressive. They went 12 and yeah. 0. So they, they always do well. Like they, even yeah. when, when we say they underperform uh, air quotes, like they, they, I don't think they've taken worse than fourth in any of the regionals so far. Actually, no, they were tied for eighth in the first regional, weren't they? I think they, for, for yeah. spring. But either way, like the worst they finish in a regional is tied eighth. They were the best team in the regular season in the grid, and they took fourth in the second regional. So it's like they're they're so consistent that you can only expect them to win every single time, and that's asking a lot. So they're a hard team to rank yeah. because just because they're you expect more out of them than literally any other team, I would say. They did win Winter Major, which is pretty yes, uh, yes, that is a big deal. So yeah, um, number two uh, right now we have G two, G two Dries two, as I guess I'll start <laughs> yeah. calling them. Yeah. Um, ever since ever since Rizzo retiring and picking up Dries, they have very clearly, I think, been the second best team in the region. Um. They've been red hot. They showed that against NRG. And I think even against SSG in the finals, they looked like they could have taken that series. Um, and the fact that it's so early on with Dries just gives me so much confidence that they're only going to get better uh, and could easily, easily end up number one on our power rankings list in the, the coming weeks, possibly, uh, depending on, you know, stuff. Yeah, and a lot of people might say like, "Oh, honeymoon phase." Like, no, like Dries is cracked. Like, they're. I will say improve. there, there is definitely the possibility of that though. Like, they could drop a little bit, but I don't see them dropping enough to where they were like before. Like, I remember yeah. a few weeks ago, you and I were talking about like before they picked up Dries. You and I had been talking about how like version one was better than them. Xset was better than them. That's true. Phase was yeah. better than them. Like they, if we had done this power rankings like a month ago, we'd have G2 in like ninth right now. So I, I will say though that like, I, I don't know, I, I agree completely, but I don't think that even with, even if it is honeymoon and they do drop, they're not going to drop under six. Like the worst no, scenario, no they're sixth. Yeah. I, I agree with that 100%. And that's worst scenario. I think they're yeah. easily top five. And I think they will stay in like this top three area personally. Yeah, I, I agree. And then, you know, obviously, I mean, not, I guess not obviously two viewers, um, but depending on how much you follow the scene. But SSG, Space Station Gaming has been on the pretty much the hottest streak I think I've seen them on in like multiple months. Like they have absolutely cleaned it up. Like, yeah, they... They are performing extremely well, and 
again, like we had been talking about in the grid, like G2 purposely losing to KCP to meet SSG in the finals. Like SSG is a menace right now. Like they are yeah. like, yeah, no, <laughs> SSG cleaned it up. I think the presence that Rettles is bringing to that roster, Arsenal and typical, like you rarely see them underperform. Like there are days where they pop off, but I really think the person on that roster that has to show up is Rettles. Because and he has he, been, for sure. Yeah, he has. But like when he doesn't, like they break down. Like the offensive is, press yeah. presence he brings, like in terms of like physicality, is so important to the way they play mm-hmm. that like it's good to see. Like Rettles is a really good player. I, I like his confidence. I support his ego. I want them to succeed. Uh and they are definitively first right now. Yeah, and they I would have say. been for about you know two or three weeks. So, and I would just like to mention that like these lists, if if stuff stays the way that it's been staying, can change so rapidly. Because like I said with yeah. G two, if we looked at this a month ago, I think G two is ninth, and I think SSG is probably fifth. And so phase like, is probably above. Phase is probably yeah, like probably. third. Yeah, yeah. Like, like, just it can just change so rapidly. Teams get hot. The only team that is consistently always top three, I would say, is NRG, and then the other ones are always seem to be subject to change. Uh, I hope that these other teams can stay as consistent as they've been because it's it's super fun to watch NA Rocket League right now. Um, I would I would say it's the most entertaining region for sure. Yeah, with the level of competition, it's oh, it's so entertaining. You actually never know who's gonna win, and I love it. Between the between seventh through first, it could be any of those teams. I feel like yeah, it could, it, yeah. it's it's crazy. Um, moving on to honestly, the hardest region to power rank is EU. <laughs> it is stupid. Yeah. This region is dumb, and I it, it was so I was getting so frustrated when we were trying to power rank this. But um, yeah, I agree. just to start off with the bubble. Um, we have Dignitas. They're not even in our top 10 right now. They've had such a terrible spring and they didn't really have a great grid uh, that we didn't feel like putting them in the top 10. I don't think they deserve it. They Um, don't. Yeah. Galaxy Racer is also one of our bubble teams. I think they could break into the top 10 and had they not failed to qualify for one of the regionals for spring, I think they very well would be in our top 10. I agree. Um, Liquid is a team we haven't talked about yet. That's the roster of Speed, Fruity, and uh, Ronicky. Um, they have been consistently decent all spring. I don't think they've made playoffs, but they've you know they've been like a game away. I think pretty much every time. So you know they're they've been consistently decent. And then for pity's sake, we threw Endpoint on here, even though they've had a terrible spring, but they did have quite a good winter. Um, so I think they deserve to be listed as a bubble team. Uh, yeah. And then number ten uh, at the moment, we would say is Atlantide. They've had a very good spring for a team that was relatively unknown previously. Um, so I think they're definitely deserving of 10th, especially because they've 100% been outperforming Dignitas uh, all spring. And Dignitas is the only other team, I think, in contention for 10th. So, yeah, Atlantide has been better than Dignitas. We put Atlantide at 10th. <laughs> it's as simple yeah. as that. And, and Atlantide is Sizen, uh Prime and Redosin. Yeah, I just I realized mean, we never yeah. we never mentioned them. Yeah, Sizen Prime and Redosin. Sizen is 
is in that like a chronic level of like not to the extent of a chronic but like he's one of the 15 year olds that's gonna pop like hard and i just mm -hmm. want to briefly mention that like liquid has improved so much like the fact yes. that they're even on this bubble list yep like, they have earned it because they, they were so bad for so long. Yeah. <laughs> they were a straight up garbage can in fall. Like yeah. they may as well have not existed. Winter, they like poked their head in to the top every now and then. Um, but then spring, they've been consistently decent. Like I said, they haven't been, I wouldn't call them good. Maybe good. Maybe good is fair, but they haven't been great. And but they've yeah, shown flashes towards that path. Like, yeah, I, exactly. I could see them being in the top 10 soon for sure. Yeah, they've shown flashes of it. And uh, if they continue the upward trend, assuming that they don't split now that they didn't qualify for the the worlds, um, I think they could definitely break into the top 10 for sure. Um, uh, at ninth, we have top looks. Um, you know, they honestly, the fact that they're ninth is shocking. Like, they, I mean, they earned their their ninth placement, but like, they won a regional. Like, uh, I don't remember exactly which regional it was, but they uh, they have been underperforming for their expectations as the third team in the region. Mm -hmm. You know, um, yeah, but they've been consistent, kind of like. I, I would say they could have done worse. You know what I mean? Like, oh yeah. Like no, I feel like Dig as someone who like Dig's probably my favorite team in EU. Like, Dig does not deserve to be top ten right now. Like, no, they have just severely underperformed. Like, mm -hmm. I don't spring. even think they've made. I think they might have made regional one playoffs and got first rounded. But Let like, look. Besides that, like that is pretty much the extent of their their performance like no they didn't even make regional one playoffs did they make in fact they two playoffs? they lost in losers round one to end point in Oof, regional that is one. a uh, that is a loss of yeah quality. and then regional two they did not make the playoffs they so wow, they had they didn't make the playoffs a single time they lost 3-1 to atlantide again atlantide we put it 10th over dignitas dang, they lost 3-1 yeah. to atlantide and then they lost 3-1 to top blokes in losers and top blokes above atlantide and dignitas so i mean there's a method to our madness yeah. right yeah no it is and the, and the crazy thing is dig placed third they placed third in the winter major like they have fallen off hard and yeah I don't they've know why. been not good in the spring man they've i don't maybe this format is not for them maybe like that tournament <laughs> format in the winter was more their stride yeah. but yeah they didn't make the playoffs a single time in spring not once they yeah, they never failed rough. to qualify for like the knockout gauntlet but they they didn't make playoffs so yeah i think atlantide is definitively above them and i would say top blokes the regional sure. victory they had I think has carried them to where they are currently. I would even argue that Atlantide is possibly playing better than them currently. I, I um, agree. But just, you know, the top blokes did have a good winter um, and they've had a good enough spring. And that's, uh, that's all yeah. you really need. Um, number eight is a team. I don't think we've mentioned yet, but it's uh white demons. We've got Dorito, CRR is that what he goes by? <laughs> yeah, CRR. CRR and Tigre. Um 
they have been good. They've been like pretty good. They had a great, um, I think it's, was it regional? Is it regional three that they did? No, it was regional two that they did pretty well, right? Yeah, it was. Oh, no, the White Demons has placed, I think, top four in one and three. If I, I'm, um, no, I'm looking wrong. at one regional two. three and they didn't make playoffs. I think it was one two. and two. Yeah, regional two, they placed tied for fourth. Um, and then regional one, they got first rounded by BDS. Like that's kind of a, a hard. Yeah, kind of a kind of an. F. But yeah, they, but, they have been playing way better than the expectation is. Like by yeah, far. and and definitely definitely better than top blokes. I would say. Um, oh, I agree. I would. Agree. I mean, they literally beat top blokes in regional one to qualify for playoffs. Yeah, and yeah. So I mean, even though they failed to make playoffs for regional three. They did have a better regional one and a better regional two. Uh, so I think white demons is quite clearly just a tad bit better. Not, nothing crazy, but a tad bit better than top blokes currently. Uh, and they are more deserving of that, that eighth spot. At seventh, we have a, uh, sorry. Oh, go ahead. Okay, yeah. We have aether. With Yukio Tox and Ixo. Um, that team has been popping so hard. Uh, yep. they they made playoffs in regional one and took Giants to game seven. Um, who proceeded to lose game six against BDS in the semis. That was already a pretty strong first showing uh for a pickup team, pretty much. Regional two, they did not make it of groups, which was a bit of a shock. Uh and that's where that kind of like Atlantide being insane comes in because like they came in second in that regional two group with mm. vitality endpoint and liquid like that's those are some some formidable foes uh but regional three they uh they definitely proved their worth here like going sweeping their group in a group where solary dig and white demons are in there is insane and then getting to finals after beating Wolves, who took Guild to, f to Game Seven, Galaxy Racer and VS Plus, like that's honestly like I feel like they have been performing. If you put them against any of the top six right now, except maybe BDS, I would probably bet that they would win. Yeah, I would. I would tend to agree with that, just based off how they performed. Uh this past regional um at number six we do actually have uh bs competition above aether uh even though aether was able to beat them in the semifinals of regional three um and that's mostly because bs competition has had a more consistent spring i would say than aether I'm pretty sure they um, got top four in in one they, and four. Yep, or they three, took. Sorry, they took. They tied fourth in uh, regional one, where they lost to Vitality in the semifinals. Um, I don't even remember. Did they? Did, what did they do in regional two? I don't think they. They made didn't playoffs. even make it out of groups. That was like why I had some oh, doubt. Interesting. Yeah. yeah, but then regional three, they come back. They've got a fresh, brand new org. 
Um, and they make it to semis again, where they unfortunately do lose to Aether. But I do think that all around, they did have a bit better of a spring than Aether, although those two teams could probably go either way right now for power rankings. It um, was a game seven that they lost to Aether. Like, it was a yeah. very close series. If if I, honestly, if I had put those two teams in a match right now, I would probably pick Aether. Um, but just based off of performances, I would say BS competition is you ever so slightly two top above. Fours. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Aether did not have two top fours, although they did have a second. But consistency means, I think, obviously from where we've gone with this, means a lot to Inno and myself. Yeah, um, it really does. So, yeah, BS has been a bit more consistent than Aether, but that one, is, I think, is subject to change. At fifth, we have Solary, who their most like highlighted performance was Regional 2. Um, they got the finals and lost Game 7 to Queso. Team uh, Cheese. Team Cheese, indeed. Uh, the Regional 1 performance, uh, I mean, they got to playoffs. Like, Top 8 is good enough. And I would say Regional 3 is a little bit underwhelming you know they did run into a really hot b plus or bs plus and uh you know they did get beat by atlantide who have been on a hot streak but that regional two win is huge and i think the thing about solary is they've been on a massive like improvement streak and mm -hmm. it's look like farah chassette and astral like any team with astral is insane like astral yeah. is just insane and chaucet's also insane like he's kind of been a little bit on the, the lower end of consistency but that team is really really good and i still think on most days solary especially because they've been improving i think the only team that they you know obviously they just lost to bs plus and aether like i feel like five through seven's kind of a uh you know in the air. I mean, all of EU is is hard to judge. All of EU except for BDS is insane. But the fact that Solary made regional, or sorry, the major, like that's really important. Like BS Plus didn't actually. I think BS Plus is in the major. Is Aether in the major? They they might be as well. Um, I'm not sure actually. I don't know if we can see yet who qualified. Yeah, so BS Plus and Aether are in the major. Um. That's kind of the thing. Like, also, White Demons are in the major. German oh, yeah, Amigos, can... who isn't even on this list, is... Yeah, they did they make it because of grid? They didn't make it because of grid, yeah. So uh, that's kind of why... I mean, they could be put in, like, that bubble list, but... Look, if you don't... Like, it's, like, the same thing with Galaxy Eraser. Like, not qualifying for a regional, like, like United, like, that's huge. Like, that's such a detriment to, like, your... Your kind of... Yeah. How people will perceive you, like... Yeah. And like German Amigos, the thing is like the thing about German Amigos is like Galaxy Racer lost like singularity with Scrub. Like German Amigos lost like no offense if you're watching, which you aren't, these players, but like <laughs> they lost to nobodies. Like they lost to nobodies in the losers, like bracket. Like there's no excuse for the performance that they had. So uh yeah. number four on our list. Uh, above Solary is Vitality. Um, Vitality, generally speaking, is the the clear number two in the region. 
um, their spring has been not good. They've just had a bad spring. And it's when I say bad, it's not bad. It's bad for vitality. <laughs> uh, yeah. And, and vitality's expectations, as they should be, are quite high because they're formerly the best team in the region. But, you know, Regional 3, they've basically gotten worse every regional over the spring. Regional 1, I think they took second. They lost to BDS in the finals. Yep. Regional 2, I believe they tied for fourth. Uh, let me just double check. Oh, actually, no. No, Regional 2, they didn't even make playoffs. I think they and then in regional, a, I'm not sure. I know they beat German Amigos. Like They lost to Solary. Oh, yeah, that's, that's who it was. And then Regional 3, they also failed to make the playoffs. So, never mind. They've just gotten significantly worse over the spring. Um, but they're, like, you know, pretty much definitively top two over all of the splits. Yes. And that's, what, like, that's what keeps them there, yeah. you know? And so, like, they've had a, a bad spring for Vitality standards. Um, but they are still Vitality, and I think they are still... Like, when they can get back to their form, I think they're very clearly the second-best team in the region. Um, it's just, you know, they had they had a rough spring, but they still qualified for the major. So, um, you know, they'll, they'll be in the major. Maybe they'll pop off in the major, and they'll be right back to good old vitality form. But I guess we'll see where they stand uh, next week in the power rankings. Yeah, and at third, we have Guild. Um... You know, winning the honestly winning regional three isn't even what is like impressive. Like beating BDS <laughs> yeah. is what's impressive. And like, yes, top blokes did end up beating BDS in a regional first round, but like they have been underperforming. Like Guild has made it to most of the regionals. I I can't say off the top of my head because I don't remember exactly if they. I made it to top eight um, i will say so actually just just to to touch on that they didn't make top eight in regional two but they did they finished tied for eighth in regional one and obviously they won regional three they had a terrible terrible grid really bad like they finished i think either tied for last or second to last um so really, this third regional win is carrying the shit out of them to the third place spot. Like, if they don't yeah. have this regional win, I think they're like seventh <laughs> in, I, in I, power I rankings. Like, they did run into a decent vitality in regional one, but like, the fa beating BDS is just so impressive. Like, yeah. it's so impressive. Yeah, like we said, the that semifinal in in the third regional was the real final because neither of those teams were going to lose to aether in the final so um yeah was there anything else you wanted to mention about guild i kind of cut in no i mean I'm, I'm pretty much good i just i like to see that devo is performing better yes yeah devo has been good um which is cool because there's a point in time i mean it's been a long time now but there's a point in time where devo was quite clearly the best player in the world and uh yeah he fell off for quite a while, but it's good to see him back. I like Devo. His play style is fun to watch, although he is a boost whore. Um, <laughs> yeah, he is. Number two on our list is Team Cheese, Team Queso. I think Team Queso, uh, outside of teams like BDS, has been the most consistent throughout the spring. 
Um, they obviously won the second regional. Let me just take a look at how they did in the first regional. Um, well, here I go being wrong again, but they didn't even make the playoffs <laughs> in the first regional. EU is so hard. Like, EU so is, hard. This, this is what I'm saying. EU is stupid, dumb. Uh, but then obviously in the third regional, they uh, did make the playoffs where they lost 4-3 to the BS Plus competition team. Um, we have them in second over Guild just because at least Team Queso has been pretty good consistently throughout spring, whereas Guild has been kind of bad here and there, to be blunt. Um, yeah. yeah. I, I just think that, you know, consistently consistency, as I mentioned before, means a lot to Inno and myself. And I do think Team Queso has been a bit more consistent, although not crazy more consistent than guild and um yeah it's just th this region is stupid i mean you could two two through like two through like six or seven could be <laughs> we could we could literally just shuffle yeah. that up and it would still be correct that's how dumb this stupid region is even even through nine like top below honestly be, yeah like it's <laughs> it's, it's it's a toss-up like i was saying when we started doing the power rankings for eu it was f so frustrating because <laughs> the only yeah. clear thing is that bds is number one which is obviously where we have them because they're just number one there's not even you can't make an argument they're the best team in the region they've they've had a poor spring for their standards um yeah but like that poor spring i think includes a regional two where they yeah, they took they took tied for eighth in regional two. That has been their worst placement. They won the grid, they won the first regional, and they took fourth in regional three. They're the best team, the most consistent team in EU. Not close. The only teams in this region that I think play their own game are BDS and Queso. I think that's part of the reason that Queso is second. Like I yeah. rarely, rarely see Queso conform to another team's playstyle. Like right. And like yeah. Vitality is really bad about that against BDS specifically. Um, like if yeah, you watched re the regional down. one finals, Vitality plays so scared against BDS. It's the only team they play scared against. Queso um, has some massive balls when they're playing against any yeah. other team. Yeah. I would also like to mention that Giants aren't anywhere on our list um, at all. <laughs> Because they've That's just had that, that bad of a of a spring. But I think yeah. Giants are another team that don't conform to like BDS specifically when they play BDS. Giants are, tend yeah. to play their own game. They just had a really, really bad spring. Bad enough to not even... They should probably be on our bubble list, to be honest. That's but, true. And places like Endpoint, yeah. Yeah, bad enough that we forgot about them. <laughs> they, they, had to, they had been playing so well that it was that easy to dismiss. Yeah. yeah for sure uh and then to finish off our power rankings we do have oce and sam i know next to nothing about these regions so i'll let you cover it for the most yeah part. I, I think because we're probably like nearing a pretty pretty large time on this podcast we are at about an hour and 40 minutes then yeah let me let me let me speed through this so um at first we have ground zero Ground Zero, like, they're the BDS of this region. Like, they've been performing extremely well. Like, the only loss that I have seen, like, that's significant is in the league, which isn't even RLCS or any of that kind of thing against the Renegades. So, uh, 
they're they're one like they're number one i think they'll continue to be number one they've already locked their major or their world spot so two is renegades uh their pickup of fever from mind freak was massive and they kind of turned their whole rlcs around and they're also second in uh major contention sorry world's contention they keep mixing those up but they've been playing super well sicky left that roster uh and fever came in i still would put them again uh, over cringe even though cringe have been playing with sicky as their sub in the most recent regional renegades is just showing more potential like with with cringe is at third right now um and you know any team with deca is going to perform any team with jewels like drip a like they're all really good like but i think renegades is showing a bit more potential than them right now mind freak beating cringe even with sicky at fourth is massive mind freak has been doing super well they got the renegade sub who's zade um they're performing good enough to put them at fourth right now and you know they're not in world's contention really but like they're up there in the rankings like the the drop off between mind freak and forbidden who are at fifth is huge like forbidden has had a really really good spring split like they got forbidden dropped their roster and picked up the roster that they have right now um i think they're pretty definitively fifth although the bubble teams of canberra and riot canberra and riot i would say they're pretty equal with forbidden like i the only reason i have forbidden as fifth is because of their recent results the fact that riot can even keep up with scruffy is mind-blowing like like the i don't think i've seen a sub who has performed as well as scruffy since like arju in eu like he's been doing super well um so i think i'm pretty much good with that so uh moving on to sam true neutrals first because they're true neutral like they're you know they're not like they're not bds or ground zero but like they're still consistent enough for you like you're going to expect them to be in the top three of anything they play um I really don't have a lot to say about them. Like, I think it's more about Rebel at two. Like, Rebel has been taking names in this region, which is honestly shocking. Like, the second they got picked up by Rebel, they just, like, popped off. Like, like they they had pretty much... I, I actually think of all of the teams on this list, in all of the regions, Rebel has performed the best as a team that just doesn't have that kind of, like, you know background to just come out of nowhere like the fact that they actually managed to bump furia to third or even win the first grand series is super impressive and i honestly think because the grand series for sam is tomorrow at least the group stage i I'll actually let me, let me let me say this a little bit later so erased at fourth that's a pretty much brand new team Tadness from PDHM, uh, you know, that team is really, really good. They took the last Prime Series, which was very impressive. They're kind of, that top four is pretty locked in. Like, I would say for this this upcoming regional, like, if a team who's not in that top four breaks in, I would be very shocked. Like, like Erased has been performing really well, and I think they will get picked up by an org very shortly, especially if they perform tomorrow. Uh, Carnage has been performing worse in this uh, this spring split, but comparatively, 
to the bubble teams of Noble and Euphoria, like they had been performing better. And just those kind of those three are kind of all there. Like Noble, like in terms of all splits, is above them by quite a bit. But you know, recently they have been performing worse. Uh, I'd love to see Noble pop off. I mean, both both Noble and Euphoria, I like more than Carnage and Erased and Rebel and True Neutral. Like, like I really, really like those teams. Um, especially Euphoria because they are Orgulous and obviously new orgs coming into the, the scene is really good. Um, but just briefly, for tomorrow's Grand Series, my guess is that we see... Oof. I'm gonna I'm gonna go bold here, even though it's probably unjustified. So kind okay. of a Furia fanboy, <laughs> and say that Furia wins the whole thing with Erased coming second, Rebel coming third, and True Neutral coming fourth. And the fact wow. that True Neutral will come fourth if they do, that's that's a bold prediction. Um, but the thing about it is like. Erased beat both of them, like all three of these teams they went through in the Prime Series, and if they continue to be on a hot streak, I could see them coming first. Like, any of these teams could take first. But I think with Erased on a hot streak, and with Furia, pretty, I think I think True Neutral and Furia have been most consistent. Um, I, I think I put a little bit more faith in Furia because I feel like, although they have been performing worse recently, they're a team that has so much experience and so much presence that like whereas like when i see v1 underperform i'm like okay like maybe this is going to be a trend like when i see furia underperform i'm like okay like it's only a matter of time before they pop off you know what i mean yeah so i definitely think that's what's going to happen you know unfortunately i don't think that noble or euphoria is going to be able to beat them uh but yeah this, this region's i think this region is definitely closer than oc you know yeah oce seems to have a a definitive top three four ish um just based on what i've seen whereas sam just according to what you've said and what i've seen seems to be quite a bit closer just around all around um yeah like yeah they euphoria would have to have like the best day of their life like lives to like make top three Noble would have to have like an okay to good day to make top four. Erased Furia Rebel and True Neutral would just have to play all right, and then Carnage would have to have like a good day, you know? Yeah. All yeah. right. Well, that mostly wraps us up for uh, episode two of the Rocket Weekly. This one probably went a little longer than either of us expected. Um, I agree. Yeah. I I will say that because it's so early in the the life of the podcast and there's so much new stuff to cover that obviously we haven't already been covering that you know of course these couple these first ones are probably going to run a little long but once we have everything already down and can start like coming at it from a previous week we should be yeah. able to shorten these and have way less information because this is the first time we're presenting like the power rankings um, to you guys. That's why these power rankings took such a hot minute. I think literally the power rankings we started like 50 minutes ago. So um, 
like obviously next yeah. time we do the power rankings it's not going to take nearly as long so you know just bear with us because we do have to like basically set the groundwork for the entire podcast in the first few episodes um but then we should be able to cut it down to probably closer to an hour from uh from here on out i would say you know i, I would agree and like the power rankings incorporated like pretty much up or like I, th- I think they're pretty much from winter major. Like that's how like yeah. long they it's, are incorporated. Yeah. yeah, and so but from now on it'll just be week to week. So um, yeah, yeah. But thank you guys so much for watching or listening. If you did, um, we should be available on pretty much every streaming platform you can think of. So if you're watching on YouTube but you'd rather listen on Spotify, you can find us there. We should be available on Apple Podcasts pretty soon. Um, I know we're available on like Google Podcasts, Pocket Casts, pretty much any major streaming platform. Um, if you want to follow us on Twitter, it is at Rocket Weekly Pod on Twitter. If you're watching on YouTube, it should be on the screen. Um, if you want to follow me, you can follow me on Twitter at YoLag. I believe Inno's is at InnoGod with an underscore at the end, if if you care to yeah, follow him. Yeah, I, I, I think that's right. Um, I If the overlay I want to make works out correctly, that should have been on screen basically the whole time as well. But um, yeah, thank you guys so much for watching or listening. We'll be back next week with more Rocket League esports.